0: As a trauma survivor and the author of Daddy Sir, the memoir of her life, Christine Gerilyn McAteer, is an individual who has lived through incest and physical abuse. She was raised in rural Texas in the 1960s. The third of seven children, she was sexually abused by her father at the age of two and grew up sexually abused by her father, uncle, grandfather, and oldest brother. Incest in her home was a daily occurrence. So were her experiences with Dissociative Identity Disorder. She is here with us now to host Hearts in Recovery, a podcast that reaches out to trauma survivors and individuals with DID. Please join us as we explore different avenues of living with trauma. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Today I want to talk to you about trauma and anxiety. Trauma is generally defined as an event that is life-threatening or psychologically overwhelming to the point that a person's ability to cope with the event is destroyed. Think about that for a minute. Now see if the following experience of mine resonates with you. I woke up at 5 30 a.m. As I opened my eyes and struggled out of bed, the sleepiness began to reside. I was numb, stumbling to the coffee maker to make my early morning coffee. As I sat down with my coffee, my feelings slowly began to emerge. Waves of emotion washed the numbness from my brain. Small, stomach-clenching emotions began to arise. Discomfort nibbled. Suddenly, I was filled with uneasiness and dread. I tried to identify the spinning emotions that were stealing my peace of mind. Internal darkness drew near. My stomach clenched and felt sunken. I did not feel safe. The little girls within me cried out, "'Something bad is going to happen to us. Someone is going to hurt us. We are not safe.' terrible things happen early in the morning and there is no one to help stumbling from the emotion I made my way back to bed sliding under the sheet I pulled the covers up to my chin and curled up into a small ball I would stay there until I felt safe a half-hour slowly ticked by I was still curled up tight an hour passed slowly Rolling out of bed, I was aware of an intense feeling from which I could not escape. It was sharp, it was tight, it was overwhelming. My heart pounded and my throat tightened. I sat on the couch and clasping my hands tightly together, I called the number for my recovery program. It was time for the early morning meditation group. Meditating always calmed me down after meditation I felt better but I was aware of the feeling slowly creeping back into my body if only I could identify this feeling that would help I closed my eyes and focused on the feeling what was it suddenly it clicked it was anxiety okay I was deeply anxious but it was all I was aware of anxiety is an emotion characterized by intense inner turmoil, often accompanied by somatic activity such as pacing back and forth, clenched muscles, accelerated breathing, tight feeling in the chest, and rumination. It is the dread of anticipation of coming events such as the imminent anticipation of one's death. I was anxious about events I could not name. I did not have anything in the immediate future to dread, Yet I felt like the seven-year-old little Christine, who dreaded getting up every morning. I closed my eyes and focused on getting in touch with this inner child. I began to remember. Dark Texas mornings at 5 o'clock a.m. The darkness is so thick in this place out in the country that it is penetrated only by starshine. I am awakened by my father screaming at me. Goddamn kid get up! Get in this kitchen and help me fix breakfast! I stumble into the kitchen so sleepy I can't see. I crouch down by the lower cabinet to remove the biscuit tray for greasing with oil. I pop open the canned biscuits and place them on the large oval pan. All of this punctuated by cursing and slaps from my father for moving too slowly. I measured water for the oatmeal. No! daddy said cook it in milk don't forget to add the raisins stir it every minute so the milk doesn't burn now get into that bedroom and wake up the rest of the kids i awaken them and run back into the kitchen to stir the oatmeal don't let it stick put the coffee on the stove one good thing i was allowed to have a cup of coffee with breakfast eat breakfast, wash the dishes, hurry into the bedroom and dress my little brother for school. Hurry back into the kitchen, wash the dishes in boiling hot water. It is time to clean the pots that were soaking from the chili supper last night. Hurry, hurry, time is passing. I look around. Daddy is not in the kitchen so I hide the big pots under the sink. Quick, Quick, hurry into the bedroom and dress in my navy blue school uniform. I forgot to wash my face and brush my teeth. Run, run, quickly. Oh no! He found the pots! Why was he looking under the sink? Daddy is standing there, so angry. God damn you, he screams. God damn you! A heavy slap catches me on the side of the head, once, twice. You will write 1,000 times, I will not disobey my father when you get home from school, miss. Get your brother out to the car. In the car, driving through the dark, nausea feels my throat and my stomach. Intense stomach pain. Slow, steady breaths. Mustn't throw up. After all this, Sister Grazia defaces school. Now I focus on the present. Beginning a practice, my therapist Heather told me about, I began tapping my hands on alternating thighs. I began a mantra in my head I am safe, I am loved. I am safe, I am loved. I tapped with each hand. I sent the message deep inside. Tapping my hands on each leg helps to solidify the words I am safe, I am loved. I am safe, I am loved. I sat, identifying how this trauma from this memory impacted my disassociative identity disorder. DID is the fragmentation of the personality from a whole into disassociative parts. The psyche splinters into parts that take on a life of their own. These alters, as I call them, came into existence to handle feelings and memories I could not cope with. Their job is to protect me. I am co-conscious with most of my alters, but for many who suffer from DID there is complete amnesia from one part to another. Some individuals with DID lose time, that is, they have blank spaces in their lives are unable to remember what they said and did during that time. Some do not even realize they have DID. One of the things I have learned in therapy is that I must love myself and show this love by loving my alter personalities. Only with empathic paternal love can I banish the fear and dread these little ones live in. I am safe. I am loved. As I tapped and repeated the mantra, I tried to engage with my emotions. I tried to conjure up feelings of love. Thinking about how much I love my husband, in how he loved me helped. Focusing on the unconditional love my dog Angel gave me helped. I thought of her big brown eyes and moist nose. Slowly, I transferred this love to my little ones. Haltingly, a feeling of relief and a feeling of warm love began to fill me. My little girls inside were responding. I poured my love out to those little ones. Slowly, my racing heart stopped. The mantra was helping. I would repeat it for as long as necessary until I felt safe. Unfortunately, I struggle with early morning anxiety and depression. My past has a direct consequence of emotions that I have not entirely worked my way through. It takes courage to face your demons. It takes courage to feel your emotions and it takes courage to love yourself. For me, emotions of overwhelming fear and dread can last anywhere from half an hour to an entire day. This appears to be a residual effect of the trauma I suffered in my childhood. The dread shadows my early mornings. As a child, early mornings were unsafe and painful. Fortunately, the anxiety and depression I was feeling didn't last all day or stretch into days the way they used to. Therapy is paying off. Being encouraged to sit with my feelings shows me that they will not destroy me. More and more, I have good mornings. I do not feel the pain and depression. Knowing I can advocate for myself and that I am not a helpless victim is empowering. I do have the means to soothe myself. I can meet my own needs. I can be okay. I have to educate myself about trauma. My body tells my story of the past. I am stuck in survival mode and my mind is defending itself against invisible assaults. I had the emotions from the memory, but initially I was not in touch with the memory. All I knew was that I woke up feeling fear, anxiety, and dread. My ability to pay attention to the present has been compromised. Intense emotions involve not only my mind, but my gut and my heart. My body form memories that I feel in the early morning dark when I first wake up. I am stuck in survival mode, focused on combating unknown enemies of terror. As long as my mind is shielding itself against invisible enemies, I cannot focus on love, trust, and truth. The truth about who I am, not who I was. I am not that seven year old being terrorized by my father. I am years beyond that experience living an adult life in my adult world. Working and feeling intense emotions is terrifying and painful, but for me it is absolutely necessary. I have to work through the pain to get to the peace. You might have to do that as well. I am Christine Geraldine McAteer, and my memoir, Daddy Sir, is now available on Amazon. Until next time, be gentle with yourself.